Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you pick the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends around the country. Still trying to figure out what to get their wives or husbands or significant others or kids or uncles or aunts or friends for Christmas. It's only 15 days away. Hello, boys and girls. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times-Picayune the New Orleans Advocate, and bet.nola.com. This is Datitude, episode number 33, for a Friday, December the 10th, 2021. Hard to believe, right? 15 days to Christmas? I mean, I, I had to look at it myself. 15 days to Christmas. Wasn't I just eating turkey last week? Or like two days ago? And it's 15 days to Christmas? You know, I, I'm one of those people who puts up the Christmas decorations little bits at a time. Like, I'll start the, maybe the Saturday after Thanksgiving, put up a couple lights here. Oh, wait, let's put this blow up a couple days later. Put the lights around the blow-ups after that outside. Um, put the tree up. You know, by December 20th, it's all good. And then the wife wants to take the Christmas tree down like, I don't know. If we're up to her, December 25th at night, the tree would be gone. But no, I, that's not how I roll. Anyway, I, I, I try to get at least to get it up to stay up till New Year's. That's about where we are. But it's been a hellacious week here at the Dairy House. Most of you know whoever was listening to me on Wednesday knows I've been under the weather. It's been a crazy week. Today I'm finally starting to feel like myself again. Um, really, today's the first day in probably eight days that I've felt semi-normal. No longer do I feel like I have something shoved up my nostrils, nor do I sound like that. It's just been crazy. The way I look at it is this. Things can only get better, right? Right? Well, we don't want to throw everything away. And that includes the New Orleans Saints facing the New York Jets on Sunday. It's enough about me and my woes. Um, what do we think? I'm going to have Doug Moots on, on in just about uh, oh, five or six minutes. Sports director at WWL-TV to talk about it with us and his thoughts. But look, if you needed a place to get a get-right game, uh, this is the place. The Jets are, not only are they a bad football team anyway, but they have similar injury, injury woes to the Saints. And, um, you know, they're, maybe their best offensive weapon, Elijah Moore, looks like he's going to be out. Corey Davis out. Their top two running backs out. And the good news is Zach Wilson is in. He's been terrible at quarterback. So Zach Wilson uh, will be 
starting a quarterback for the Jets. Uh, their defense is nowhere near as good as the Saints' defense. Alvin Kamara looks like he's coming back. Teron Armstead, good chance to come back. Uh, the Saints have, are very limited at receiver, but um, I got a feeling you're going to see a game plan similar to what you've seen as of late, uh, or at least in the second half of what you saw, Saints-Cowboys. Uh, Taysom Hill, I think before I didn't think they wanted to run him, the ball with him, and you know what Sean's going to say now? We got to do whatever we got to do to win the game. So I think you will see uh, some running there from Taysom. It's going to be the Taysom and Alvin Kamara show, I think. That's not a bad thing. Defense is getting healthier. Maybe Davenport's back. We'll see if Cam Jordan plays still on the COVID list. Uh, possibility he plays. C.D. Deuce. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He could return. And so the Saints going to probably try to put a lot of pressure on Mr. Wilson. You get that, Dennis the Menace fans? Mr. Wilson is back there playing quarterback. Mr. Wilson? So, anyway, uh, you got to like the Saints' chances this weekend. And then, also, it's a big weekend as far as uh, high school football goes. We talked about it on Wednesday. Had a great conversation. Again, if you missed it, I'm, I have no problem with shameless plugs. Episode 32 on Wednesday. Wayne Stein, it is about the hour and three mark. Um, go check it out if you haven't checked it out already. Maybe, in fact, I'm not going to say maybe. I'm going to go out and say my best interview of the year. Best story of the year for sure. It's my number one story of the year right now. The St. Charles Comets winning the state championship, considering the fact that uh, just 13, 14 weeks ago, Hurricane Ida devastated the River Parishes, didn't know if they were going to play football. Not only did they play football, but they won a state championship. Incredible. Against a team that doesn't look anything like they do. I mean, you're talking about real huge monster athletes Look like they ought to be Class 5A playing against Ponchatoula or Zachary tomorrow night. And somehow little 2A St. Charles with these little dudes that just bust their keisters found a way to win. It's because they work and they work and they work. And they did not let anything deter them from their, their top spot. They almost won it last year, last game for Frank Monica was a loss in the state championship game, a very narrow loss to the same team. Wayne Stein, his first chance to get in. He's now got a baseball state championship, and he's got a football state championship as a head coach. And congratulations to them. Go back and listen. This weekend, Warren Easton, Jerry Phillips, gets a chance to win the first title for the folks on Canal Street. I know there will be a lot of Easton alums at the game tonight. Uh, they play tonight at 7 o'clock in the Dome, wishing Jerry and company nothing but the best. He is an outstanding coach. I look forward to what the Easton Eagles are able to do tonight. And in the future, they will be probably just two more years in 4A, and they'll be joining their friend's car um, in 5A very soon, most likely. And then uh, tomorrow night, it is Ponchatoula against Zachary and uh, shameless plug. I'll be doing that game for VSN uh, on Varsity Sports Now, audio broadcast only. I get to go back to my roots and do radio, which is what I like doing anyway. Um, Lion Elsie and I will be on the air tomorrow night on VSN. It is a free broadcast. We're trying to figure out how to get it on Facebook Live as well, but uh, I don't know if we figured that out anyway. You go to varsitysports.com. 
sportsnow.com uh, to find it. It is a free audio broadcast. We'll have it all over social media as well to be able to find it. Uh, that is tomorrow night. Coach Hank Tierney going for win number 301, and you got to think that if he wins that, um, that'll be, be all she wrote. In fact, you got to think that even if he doesn't win, it's going to be all she wrote. I mean, he's 70 years old. Talk about it with Doug in just a minute, but um, he had already been talking about retiring. It's nothing official. I'm not breaking news here in Datitude. Um, but uh, I would think that this is the last hurrah for, for Coach Hank. Uh, big senior class, some big-time recruits over there, and some guys that aren't being recruited that need to. You got Jacoby Matthews, who had decommitted from LSU, and uh, I think there's a, still a good chance he goes to LSU. Marion Walker, who's a Notre Dame commit, uh, I got a feeling that Notre Dame's not going to be his final destination. We'll see. You got um, some other great players over there, Elijah Winters, Jaco- um, Clyde Gayton, a defensive back, and Braden Johnson might be the most unsung player of the year. That kid is unbelievable. He is, uh, I believe, 191 yards shy of 2,000 rushing yards for the season. And he carries people on his back into the end zone. He's got 24 touchdowns. Take a look at this kid. So, I mean, if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, you should go down and take a look. I don't know a whole lot about Zachary, but I know they've been the best team in the state in 5A all all year long. And so they've earned that number one seed. That is going to be one heck of a ball game. So check it out. Superdome tomorrow night. I believe it's supposed to start at 7, which means it'll start at 7.30 or later. But again, free broadcast, audio broadcast on varsitysportsnow.com. Myself and Lon Elzey um, in the booth, along with Travis Connolly, is going to come help spot for us. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, back to Saints Jets and a um, little preview and what we think. Um, five and a half point favorites. That's just crazy. Crazy to me that you lose five in a row and you're five and a half point favorites. But what does Doug Mouton think? And then after Doug, we're going to have uh, Conductor Dave and Uncle Big Nick with our weekly Friday segments, none of us have been good as of late. But I got a feeling we're going to change that. We're kind of going back to our roots a little bit. Uh, Uncle Big Nick and I have changed the way we're doing it. We're not doing the land yap, underdog. We're just picking our five best picks. So enough of this trying to be cute type thing. We're just making our five best picks. They either win or they don't. And I got a feeling we're both going to do a lot better. And then Conductor Dave, for the first time in a while, I didn't even tell him what games we were picking because he does better when I just throw them out at him. And he was going like 5-1 and one every week when I was just telling him what the games were on the air. And so lately I've been giving him, he's been studying, because that studying stuff is bad for him. I can't do it without studying, but I don't know. So we'll see if we can do a little bit better this week and, and win y'all some money. I got a feeling that's going to happen. Um, but let's get to Doug Mouton and hear what he has to say. Uh, Saints, Jets, and a couple other items we haven't had our friend on in a while. So let's hear him. Welcome me back into the Datitude Podcast. Doug Mouton, sports director at WWL-TV. Um, Doug, how you been, my friend? I am good. How, how are you doing, Chip? Man, it's been, uh, it's been a crazy time here at the Dairy Household and uh, at, at bet.nola.com and trying to get everything done. But, you know, prep football's coming to an end this weekend, and um, the Saints – I don't know. Have they come to an end? What are, what are we thinking there? Oh, no. The, the, look, the season's still alive. And as long as they have a shot at the playoffs, I'm, the season is still alive. And look, for us at Channel 4, this week's game, one of those weird flips 
to equalize the TV audiences, the Saints got flipped from Fox to CBS. That didn't so, upset you at all, yeah, did it? Yeah, well, me and me personally, yeah, we added a Saints special on Thursday night. And so it kind of changed everything for how our schedules were for a couple of weeks, which is great. Look, I mean, they got to win four out of five. I, th- I do think nine and eight is going to get you in. So you got to get to nine and eight. And they got four games against teams with losing records. I think they beat the Jets. And and I think the this the season continues. Or are they good enough to get to the playoffs? If you had to ask me right this minute, I'd say probably not. But they, they're still 100% in the heart. Well, it, it'll, you know, I think we'll know a lot more after Sunday. Not even, and not just saying if they win or lose. I mean, obviously they should win the game, but I think we'll be able to tell if they're legitimately capable of, of making a run just by the eye test, right? I mean, with Alvin Kamara, obviously it looks like he's coming back. Maybe get to Ron Armstead back, get a couple guys back on defense. Gardner Johnson looks like he's close. Marcus Davenport might play. So, this might be the healthiest the Saints have been in, in six weeks or so. And, again, I'm not sure we care what the score is as much as how they look. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that, although I do think this is a game. Look, the, the last two games, these two Thursday nights, the defense has had to be perfect. And Dak Prescott and Josh Allen are really good NFL quarterbacks. And, right, sure. and this week, the Saints get Zach Wilson, second pick in the draft, I think he's got a huge upside, but right now his quarterback rating is a 66. It's the worst among quarterbacks with at least 100 passes thrown. I think this is a game you, as a as a veteran group of DBs with Gardner Johnson back in Lattimore and Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams, you feast on the rookie. And I, so I think the offense has to be a little bit better. But I think this is a game where I'm. I'm hoping the defense can feast, and I think they can, and that you're going to win this one. And then, look, then the Tampa game, to me, is the one that doesn't matter. It's some, it buys you a mulligan if you can somehow win it. But then, then you've got one more whole week to hopefully get Ram checked back to, hopefully get a little more healthy for those last three, and I think you're going to have to win them all. But, you, look, you lose to the Jets, and it's over. And, and the, the season is done if you lose to the Jets. But I do think the Saints can beat the Jets with this lineup. Um, but I do think that, that what's going to happen this week is that the defense is going to dominate this game. Well, you heard Marshawn Lattimore say that yesterday. He, he said that we know it's a must win. We, we really don't know what's happened the past few weeks. And they're not making excuses. Good for them. They don't make excuses that, that they're on a five-game losing streak, that they were missing key pieces of the puzzle. I mean, we talked about it throughout the year. I mean, I think there are only four starters on offense that were starting in the beginning of the season that have played the, the past couple of weeks. So, but good, don't make excuses. We don't want excuses. I think, you know, and as bad as his numbers were, Taysom Hill, I thought for the most part, until he started forcing things, we don't know how bad his finger was in that fourth quarter. I'm not making excuses for him either, but I thought he was a major improvement over what we've seen the four weeks before that. I agree 100%. He added legitimate juice to that offense. And you could tell it it felt like the play calling was snappier and things were just moving quicker on the offense. You could could feel that Sean Payton had some options as opposed to what the heck can we do now? And the offense was snappier. It was moving. Look, the one thing about Taysom Hill playing quarterback, and this will always be his advantage as a quarterback, is that teams are going to play the run first, and he's got a gun. So you are going to get some opportunities downfield with him 
Now, now, he's not the most accurate, and he's not a great passer on the run. There are still some some liabilities, but you're going to get some shots with him, and he is an elite ball carrier. And you get him and Kamara this week, you get two options. But even with just Taysom Hill as a singular ball-carrying option, the Saints' offense looked better. And going back to the defense, look, the last two weeks, the Saints' defense has kept them in the game. They were only down Buffalo. It was 10 nothing at half, right? And when you get no help from the offense and it's perpetual three and outs and you're back on the field, that's hard. I don't blame either game on the defense. I don't think they were perfect in either one. The Tony Pollard 58-yard run was the backbreaker against Dallas. But the defense was pretty good in both of those games if they would have gotten any help from the offensive side. My question to you is, how's your mallet finger doing? (laughs) (laughs) I literally, and I don't know how, it's one of those injuries I had never heard of that injury until this year. Yeah, to me, it sounds like a Game of Thrones thing, like something from Middle Earth, like the Clegane. I will get you with my mallet finger. Yes, (laughs) yes. That's a Sandor Clegane injury. That's, that's what it sounds like. It's the most ridiculous. Is that, is that just a PC way? We just can't. We can't. We can't even say middle finger anymore. We we got to call. No, it. we right. We got to call. Can't say it bird finger. You can't right. say that. Yeah, he's yeah. giving him the mallet. Oh yes, Lord! Yeah. But but look, you know, I thought it, what was interesting about Taysom last week is you could see that Sean was trying. Look, we don't want to run him. He's, he's playing a different role. I'm talking about Taysom. We don't want to run him. He's playing a different role. We don't want to get him banged up. He only had 12 yards rushing at halftime. And finally, I think Sean said, you know what? I don't have a choice. Just take off. Do whatever you got to do. And look, it felt like this. I think he doesn't mangle his finger on his throwing hand. Right. I think the Saints would have won that game. They had so much momentum, and they had some things going well. They had a little bit of juice. Yeah, look at and I heard Dan Quinn's comp on Taysom Hill as Cam Newton. I think that is the closest thing to, to, to what he does well. Yeah. Cam Newton was never an elite, accurate quarterback, right. but he was such a spectacular athlete and such a gr- terrific runner that he would make you overplay that and he would get more open shots than a typical drop back quarterback would. And that, and that's Taysom Hill. Um, I, I don't think he's the Saints quarterback of the future. I don't think you look at him that way, but I do think you can win games with him at quarterback. I, I, Cam Newton, I think, is a perfect comparison. I think they're very, very similar. Um, and you know what? That's that's good enough for what the Saints can do right now until they find out who the legitimate successor is for the future and are able to put Taysom Hill back in his, his role. I mean, the one thing I will say about this week that does scare me is – you know, now with Deontay Harris on, on suspension and Kenny Stills being released earlier in the week, I mean, you look down at the receivers and your three receivers this week, okay, Marquez, Marcos Calloway, fine, Traquan Smith, fine. But you're looking at your third receiver as a guy named Aesop Winston. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, training camp, he made one of the plays of training camp. Jameis Winston threw a bomb that he went and got. Look, he's got a little bit of speed. He can run a little bit. I saw that. Honestly, I thought Kenny Stills did nothing but hurt the Saints in his time on the field. And you know what? If I've got an undrafted rookie who can run a little bit, I'd throw him on the field before Kenny Stills. at, At least you've got some upside. You might grow with him. Kenny Stills, I thought, was a liability every time he was on the field. Uh, and, and I have no idea what Aesop Winston will do in an NFL game. 
I also think the Saints are going to be running the ball a whole lot. If you yeah. got Kamara and Taysom Hill, I, I, Sean Payton had 10 days. I want to see a couple of read option runs where, where Taysom Hill's either deciding to give it or pitch it to Kamara or keep it himself. I, I want to see this offense because I think it's going to be Oklahoma of the 70s. You know, you wonder, it very well could be, and you wonder about how a guy comes off an injury. But then you look at a guy like Dalvin Cook last night coming off an injury. He hadn't really played in a couple of weeks. And he has a monster game rushing for 200-plus yards and two touchdowns against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I mean, I know it's not the same Pittsburgh Steelers, but they're still pretty decent on defense, and, and he just gashed them. So, you know what? Maybe maybe Sean was, is being super careful with Kamara. Maybe he could have gone a week or two ago and said, you know what? I'm not going to risk it against Buffalo and Dallas. I'll bring him back against the Jets. Yeah, I hope that's the case. It's one of those things, you put these guys on the field and you can't tell them to not be themselves. Yeah, I, I, I would expect Kamara to be pretty close to Kamara. Uh, he, did, he did take much longer off than we initially heard. We initially heard it was going to be one game. Right. It was four. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to see a Kamara really close to Kamara. I'd love to see Toronto Armstead out there. Um, and, and, and then let's see what happens. Well, we thought Zion Williamson would be back in a couple of games. And, and well, I got to say, story. when they were saying that, I was asking people, if he's out 20, how many can they win without? And people would say, out 20? He's not going to be out 20. And then Ricardo at work is saying, he's not coming back before Christmas. That, and that's what I said. And I think, I, I, yeah. It, I said, it, it, I said it, before it, Halloween, I said, this kid will not be back before Christmas. And it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't come back until Mardi Gras and now I think oh. Mardi Gras might even be optimistic yeah, um, yeah. I mean at what point do you say you just shut him down well I mean as long as you're still alive yeah as long as you're still alive in the place and look you got an organization that needs to show some kind of positive movement. 100% I think if you're David Griffin and company you have to put him on the court well um, just I will say they have they have right played right. they have played better the, the past few weeks talking about the Pelicans but that's not what I want to talk about today because we will get into the Pelicans <laughs> soon enough. The Saints are still Oh, alive. I say the same thing. Look, I say the same thing every week when we're talking about what we're doing on fourth and on four, especially when the team's going like this. And they'll say, should we do Pelicans this week? It's like, you know what? We're going to be doing Pelicans a lot, especially exactly. you know, when the Saints are in the middle of a five game. We're, we're going we're gonna to be chewing on Pelicans for three months. If we want to talk about Brian Kelly some more this week, let's do that. Yeah, well, you know, you can talk about Brian Kelly a lot. Um Look, back, the, the Jets have had similar issues to the Saints, right? I mean, so if you're looking for a get-right, get-well game, this is a good team to do it against because their offense isn't that good either, and they're without some of their weapons. I mean, you talk about Elijah Moore, who's kind of taken this league by storm. The, you know, this little guy's a fireball, and it looks like he's not going to play. He hasn't practiced all week. Corey Davis, uh, he's on injured reserve, so – Zach Wilson, who, you, who you've already mentioned, isn't very good, is going to be without those weapons. So you cover Jameson Crowder, and you pretty much got him stopped up. Yeah, it, look, and I love Elijah Moore. He, he was one of those guys that I loved for the Saints in the draft. If you're looking for a, a – he's sort of a smoother version of Deontay Harris, a more yeah. polished version. 
He's a terrific player. Um, yeah, look, and the Jets have nothing to play for. They've been bad on the back end of the defense. They've given up a ton of big plays. They have been bad against the run. They have turned the ball over at a crazy rate, and they've got a quarterback who has just not getting it yet. Um, yeah, this, this is a good time. They also beat Tennessee. so you, And it, Cincinnati. And Cincinnati. Lightning can strike. No, It's the NFL. These guys are still getting paid. But – this, this is not the team you have played the last two weeks. And I do think this is a game the Saints get better and, and a win and stay alive. And when you, if you win this one, you stay alive for two weeks. Because like I said, I don't think next week, I don't even count that one. And you assume you lose that one and you got to win the last three. So you're, it, it, it makes you alive going to, to the Miami game and you're alive through Christmas. Yeah, you know, that Miami game is going to be a tough one because they are playing really good defense right now. They're obviously a completely different team from when they were 1-7. and seven. We'll, we'll we'll get to Miami when we get to Miami. But yeah, I, yeah you, will get I mean, to, you just get through the Jets and stay alive. That's, yeah. that's the goal. And who knows? I mean, I don't think you. I don't think anybody knows what you're going to get against Tampa. If the Saints come out and play a really good ball game and win by a couple of touchdowns and get themselves some confidence and get even more healthy going into Tampa Bay, I mean, who's to say that they couldn't pull off the shocker? I mean, I don't want to put the horse ahead of the cart or the cart ahead of the horse, I guess, but who knows? I mean, who right. knows? I, I agree. Just you know? take, beat the Jets and then figure it out. Just, don't, just make sure the axle's not broken on the cart, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Right. Um, I just want to care. For, I, I want the games to matter for the, for the rest of the year. You lose to the Jets, and then, the, the, you know, we got a four games that don't matter after that. That's, that's what I don't want. All right, we got about five minutes left. I, I want to touch on two things real quick. I want to get your your thoughts on Brian Kelly. One thing, I, I Brian Kelly certainly is making the rounds. He hit the ground running. He's talking to everybody. He's recruiting all over the place. He's making changes in the coaching staff. I don't think this guy's sleeping at all. Yeah, look, I think the one thing with the 60-year-old new head coach, I, I think he knows that, that he's going to have to attack it with an energy People are going to be expecting low energy from a 60-year-old head coach. So he's got to attack it with, with real energy. And obviously, he has, look, some of the – Mickey Joseph leaving, I, I'm not crazy about that. Tommy yeah. Moffat leaving, I'm not crazy about that. But then you get Frank Wilson, right. who is literally the, one of the great assistant coaches that LSU has had over the last Maybe greatest. Years. Maybe the greatest, right? I am a huge Frank Wilson fan. So all of a sudden, all the oh, I can't believe he left. Oh, I can't. Oh, you got Frank Wilson. Okay. Well, that 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 fixes a lot. So look, Frank Wilson is an elite recruiter. I mean, at the at the highest level, he he's an elite. Maybe he won't be the most successful head coach, but man, he can have a great career as an elite assistant coach. Um, I'm a, like I said, I'm a huge Frank Wilson fan. So I think you that's, what, that's a Doug, big you, thing. Doug, you know what, what hiring Frank Wilson tells me? It tells me that someone, that, that Brian Kelly is listening to someone inside the university who told him, you need to get this guy back over here. I think the exact same thing. And that's, that's perfectly said. And, and look, more power to, to Brian Kelly. That's another thing you worry about with a 60-year-old coach is that he's going to be too dug in on what he believes and his ways. And, and that's what I started thinking 
when I saw Mickey Joseph going and Tommy Moffat goes, oh, no, no, wait, wait. You got you to gotta buy into the culture here at least a little bit. But, yes, yeah, Frank Wilson is, is the perfect complement to losing those guys, to staying local. Yes, no question he's listening to not just somebody inside, but somebody inside who understands and knows and gets it. Yeah, that was actually a positive thing for me. And, you know, obviously, I'm, uh, I don't really know Mickey, but we went to – we went to school at Shaw at the same time. And, um, you know, obviously I followed him throughout his career and, uh, I have talked to him quite a few times, but, uh, you know, just some insider info that it told me that before he was even leaving, they were asking, uh, Mickey via text, what did he think about Brian Kelly hire? And he said, well, I like to hire, but I don't think that's good for me. So, I mean, it was kind of obvious. He was pretty clear fairly early that he wasn't going to be able to stay and look when you get a coach the ilk of Brian Kelly a guy who has won and does his own thing you expect him to come in and make changes I mean it's not a surprise that he's coming in no 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 of course not of course not but look you do want people who are going to get it here too um although look I'll say this Louisiana is not the for if you're an LSU head coach Louisiana is not hard to recruit Brian Kelly said it in his introductory press conference, coming into Louisiana as an outsider and getting kids is really, really hard. As an LSU head coach, you just need to to know the high school coaches enough to know who to trust and who to believe and who the guys are, and then you just need to – it doesn't take a lot to get Walker Howard to come to LSU. You just need to say, hey, we want you. You know, yeah. a lot of the Louisiana kids are going to go to LSU just if you want them. But you also have to understand what you have here. And I think Frank Wilson can obviously help teach him that. And I do think Brian Kelly, just from recruiting Louisiana from Notre Dame, gets that. But, I mean, there's a, wow. there's a recruiting base here that is – second to none that you can win without a great deal of difficulty. Well, I don't know anything, but I'm just saying that, uh, you know, he had recruited a Morian Walker out of Ponchatoula. So Morian Walker, a Notre Dame commit, who I think is thinking about if he's really going to go to Notre Dame or not at the moment. But, um, but the good thing there is if you're looking at the, to me, the number one recruit in the state is Jacoby Matthews at Ponchatoula, yeah, the Jacoby same Matthews school. Is terrific so yeah. he's probably already talked to Jacoby, you would think. And uh, just little birdies telling me that there's a good chance that Jacoby, who decommitted from LSU already, is certainly at least thinking that LSU might be a good place for him in the future. We'll find out very soon. Well, very soon, yeah. And and that Ponchatoula team. It's been 80-plus years since they've won a state championship. They have a chance Saturday night. I can't wait. I'd love that for, for Hank. Even you aren't alive then. Fun. What's that? Even you aren't alive then. Uh, even I wasn't. No. You're right. Right. <laughs> As the senior citizen, even I wasn't alive, alive at that point. No. Uh, that's hard. To I, be- I, mean, I was not really at that is. game. It's hard to yeah. believe, uh, but you were at the, the 1951 game, I hear, the last time they went to the championship. <laughs> I heard uh, you, were, you were a tyke. Uh, well, it was, it was cold that night. No, I was in the press box. That was my uh, first year in TV. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's, you were on the Dumont Network uh, that yes, year. Right. Uh, yeah. That right. That was great. No, but, you know, look, you got to feel – look, I've talked a lot about Ponchatoula this week. Uh, I made no bones about it. I went, I was at win number one for Hank Tierney when he won his first year, September the 3rd, 1983 at 
at, at Shaw High School, taking over oh, for wow. Coach Coach Zimmerman. I was a junior in high school, and um, you know he he is going through. He's paid his dues, and here it is his chance to go out. I mean, there's nothing official, but you got to think that this is yeah. Coach Hank's last game, no matter what. He's 70 years old. He was talking about potentially retiring. He's got 300 wins. He's going to the dome. I can't think of any better way to better way to wrap it up with this senior class, win or lose. So um, what a way to do it and go to the Dome and, and maybe potentially win a state championship and is on his way out the door. Yeah, there's something so romantic about uh, high school football, and that's, that's a spectacular story. Um, look, Warren Easton with a chance, an yes. 80-year chance to, to make history. What Wayne Stein did, and I know you had him on your podcast the other day, what Wayne Stein did with a team that was hurricane-ravished in Laplace, story of the year. unbelievable story. Um, yeah, it, it's it's I find my way every year. In theory, it's my day off um, on Friday and Saturday, but I always yeah. find a way that I want to work in the games in the dome. And it, there's something, uh, yeah, just something magical about the high school championships. And this year, between those three stories are amazing. Between Easton, Ponchatoula, and what St. Charles Catholic did. I mean, those are three amazing stories and just fun to watch uh, for 100 reasons. One thing I have not been able to get used to about this gig is um, my days off are officially Friday and Sunday. Um, oh. And Friday, I call games every, every night during football season. And Sunday, I'm trying to monitor every game I can possibly monitor so I can know what I'm talking about on Monday. So I guess in theory, I don't really have a day off. So it, it is well, what it is. Well, that's you've always been. That's your thing. It is. I guess it is. But at least during, during high school football season, when you're, when you're covering high schools, you can kind of like slip away from the crowd on like Wednesdays. You can disappear. It, it, it hasn't worked out. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> and then Sundays, I can just watch football and enjoy it. But uh, that, that's okay. Right. Um, yeah, look, you're right about the, the, the prep championships though. And I will say, go back and listen to the interview with Wayne Stein. Cause I love Jerry Phillips. I love Hank Tierney. I wish him both the best of, of luck this weekend. I would love to see both of them come home with the trophy, but what the St. Charles comments were able to do last yeah. week. I, I mean, some people, the David Goliath thing is overused, but this it's not David Goliath. It was a mole versus Goliath. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no. How could you even kind of think they were going to win against that monster team? Right, they have no recruits. And look, from a personal standpoint, my wife's first teaching job when she discovered she's been a teacher for thirty years now. When she discovered sort of her calling, she was teaching at a little school called Saint Peter in Reserve, and her first class of kids included Wayne Stein, who was maybe a fifth grader at that time. And then she wound up having that group. I want to say maybe a fourth grader. She had them like three times. So she got to know that group, that first group of students extremely well. So I've known Wayne and sort of followed him because he was just one of those kids from St. Peter and they were, you know, wild and fun and ridiculous. And I remember going talk to that group of kids a couple of times and, uh, Anyways, so I couldn't pull for him harder. At that time, she got to know the Monica family, so I've known Frank forever because she taught with Monica's at that school because Monica's are right. everywhere right. in that they area. Are. 
And so, and so you watch Wayne, great baseball coach who uh, worked under this legend for years, gets his first year head coach, doesn't have a ton of talent, gets destroyed by the hurricane and wins a state championship. It just goes to show the work ethic of those kids. And we were talking about it again. I'll tell anybody, go back, listen to episode 32. I think uh, Wayne comes on at about an hour and three minutes. You can fast forward to when he comes on. It's worth listening to. But just telling the story, I think it's a Disney movie. I just don't know if anyone yeah. Could, yeah. could could reproduce Wayne Stein's voice, nor do I know if anyone else besides us could pronounce Claymaw correctly. Yeah, right, right. So many of the names, right. You know, Chauvin and all that, all that good stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, it's fun. Well, I'm looking forward to it uh, this weekend. Uh, maybe I'll see you in the Dome. Doug Mouton, thank you for joining us here on the Datitude Podcast. Jim Derry, anytime. All right. Talk to you later. Doug Mouton is a fantasy player extraordinaire. This dude is in more leagues than anybody I know. I mean, he's in, I don't know. I'm not exaggerating when I think he's in 10 fantasy baseball leagues. I don't know how many football leagues he's in. It's quite a few. The dude likes playing fantasy sports. And he's a hell of an auctioneer, by the way. If you ever, um, if you ever played an auction league before, I mean, a lot of you probably haven't. I was surprised at how many people have never bet before. Uh, we kind of got into that a few a few months ago. But I had we did our sports betting 101 show about six weeks ago at Harrah's. And we had some people that we invited people to come join us and do the show. And after it was over, we had people come talk. I, I couldn't believe how many people never bet before. I mean, I know it hasn't been legal here, but still. I mean... Lots of things aren't legal in Louisiana. You'd think you'd just bet a box somewhere here and there, bet a lunch at Mandeville Seafood or something along those lines, Deanies. I don't know. Anyway, lots of things I'm learning. So anyway, if you haven't played fantasy football or fantasy baseball, some people do a straight draft where it's just, okay, it's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn. And others, like you have a fake amount of money in you have to draft a team with that fake amount of money, kind of like you're a real GM. And uh, I tell you, Doug's a hilarious auctioneer. But I digress. Let's, look, let's get into the picks for the week. Um, we're, again, we're doing it a little bit different. So some of these picks are going to overlap between Dave and Uncle Big Nick. What I do with Conductor Dave is I always take the NFC South games and I put those in there. And then I take a key NFC game or two and in one, at least one key AFC game. And then, obviously, our last Lanyard pick is the Saints. So we make six picks a week. Um, and then no particular order. We don't pick them in the order that we like them. We just pick them. And then with Uncle Big Nick, we've changed it. We were doing, like, this kind of five-star Friday. We're st- we'll st- we could still call it five-star Friday. But we're not doing parlays, teasers, Lanyard pick. We're just making our five best picks. If they happen to be a teaser or a parlay or a weird pick, so be it. It's our five best picks because we've been stinking up the joint, and that's not how we bet anyway. We may make a parlay or a teaser bet here and there. I make a lot of teaser bets. But we decided to go straight up and uh, pick it the way we would normally pick it. So that's what we're doing. And it's going to start off with Conductor Dave, and that comes right now. All aboard, all aboard the Taysom train, 
Dr. Dave is on the Taysom train. Merry effing Christmas. <laughs> I'd give you the bird, but I got a mallet finger. Sorry. <laughs> D squared is giving us the mallet finger here on the Datitude podcast. Um, Conductor Dave, what the heck's going on? Oh, man, you know, getting ready for Christmas. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're recording this today because after that game last night with the Steelers and the Vikings, you know <laughs> I would have picked the Steelers no matter what. Well, I wish uh, we would have done it. So, man, oh, yeah, you got an easy win on that because I sure as hell wouldn't have picked the Vikings. But, man, were their uniforms awesome? They, I, I felt like I was watching an LSU game last night. Except it was pretty cool, horns. actually. I like, I like those color rush. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I will say this. Uh, yeah, I, I I did well on Thursday. Maybe it's because we didn't record anything. So, yeah, I mean, of course, the Saints weren't playing, so I couldn't screw it up. So, <laughs> All right, so you didn't tell me any of the games this week. No, I didn't. And, that, and exactly. So you've been so lousy the past, let's see, four weeks now. Well, no, five weeks yeah, did, pretty bad. How, oh, crap. Well, how did I do this week? Well, neither one of us week, did whatever. that well. It's been a bad, bad few weeks here in the Data 2 Podcast for picks. If people have been betting against us, they've been making a lot of money. Uh, we both went 2-4 <laughs> and four last week. Um, oh, my so God. For the season against the spread, I'm now 32-34, and 34, and you are 31-35. and 35. And just to think, five weeks ago, you were like 10 games above 500. I think you need to go back to your color schemes. I am. I'm going back to it. Going back to my roots, man. Well, that's why I didn't tell you. And, and, and heads up to the Datitude listening public. I, I usually send Dave the picks the night before what we're going to pick, and he ponders over them. But I used to not tell him and just spring them yeah. on him, and he was doing much better like that. So you know what? We're going back to that. You have no idea right. what's, what's about to hit you. But I think you have a good idea because you know some of the teams I like to spring on you. Yeah. In fact, we're going to start <laughs> off right off the bat with two of Falcons your, and Bucks. Your, oh. your, your, two of your favorites right here. Carolina is hosting the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty oh. Birds. Scammy Cammy against uh, Matty Ice Cold Ryan. Uh, Carolina is given two and a half to those visiting Dirty Birds. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> right yeah, off the bat, baby. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm just taking Carolina simply because I I would never pick the Falcons. But uh, look, that, this you have is, picked the Falcons before. Yeah, but it was under duress. Okay, it doesn't matter. Somebody was holding my cat hostage. I, I don't know, man. Um, That's TMI. I, but. Is 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 Scammy Cammy still playing? What the hell's going on with him? I, like, like, I, mean, I mean, as far uh, as I know, why wouldn't they? They're paying him like eight and a half million. I know, but I haven't been paying attention to the Panthers because why would I? Uh, I mean, it was like five of nineteen. He had a week off last week, so I think he's already now. And, and now they fired. It was all Joe Brady's fault. Apparently, they fired Joe Brady. <laughs> okay, really? Yeah, they fired Joe Brady. Oh, so I guess he's coming back to LSU then. Uh, what's what's, what's up with that? I mean, oh, that's, yeah, that's no, the chirping forget. on the street. <laughs> right, we're off topic. Uh, I'm Carolina. I don't. I just. I, I, I just apologize to the betting public because, uh, yeah, this I don't know. There's no need to apologize. Carolina. They're not they're not using our picks for anything except <laughs> toilet paper. Look, Car- Carolina is just I, I, I'm just, 
assume that they're better than Atlanta Falcons because I just Atlanta just has not gotten anything together this year. I mean, you know, not like I can talk from a position of strength with the way my Saints are playing, but I would say Carolina has always been a more physical, better team. So I'm going with them. Well, I usually not. I don't like to double over with what's coming up with Uncle Big Nick, but a spoiler alert: this one's in Uncle Big Nick's picks for me too. Um, okay. I like the Panthers too. I, I think. I think Atlanta's O-line is so terrible. Um, I think Carolina is going to be all over in Matt Ryan's grill. And uh, I think it's going to be kind of a, it could be a low scoring game like it was the last time they played. The difference is Sam Darnold's super terrible and Scammy <laughs> Cammy's only terrible. So that gives them a little advantage. So if they were able to win with Sam Darnold, It'll be able to win with Scammy Cammy. Even who the hell is Atlanta's backup QB? I gotta Google that real quick. Well, it used to be Matt Schaub, but I think he retired, so I have no idea. Oh, they they had two guys in. They they uh, drafted the kid from. Didn't they have Kyle Trask? Oh, that sounds familiar. They got somebody. They got a couple terrible, super terrible. Yeah, they came in and played on Thursday night a few weeks ago, and they. Oh, Josh Rosen. Yeah, Josh Josh Rosen. Rosen. He came in and threw a pick. And then I think Kyle Trask came in in his first pick, first pass as a pick. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, yeah, they suck. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. I'm, I'm definitely sticking with Carolina. Okay. All right, we're both on Carolina minus two and a half there. All right, going going forward, we got uh, your your second favorite. Tom, boy, I got three in a row for you. Tampa Brady. Tampa <sighs> Brady is hosting the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this line has Ooh. moved up. It was three. Now it's three and a half. The the Bucks are giving the Bills three and a half. Man, dude, that 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 Pats and uh, Bills game was freaking awesome, dude. Like it was, it, it was. Yeah, if like, you like what, three, no pass. Well, it, yeah, but I mean, it was it was funny to. I, I liked a lot of the run plays that that Belichick had designed, where you had a lot of kind of like disguised sweeps, and uh, I don't know, it, it 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 was pretty basic, you know, football. But when you see it executed properly, you can tell the difference between high school, college, and the pros. It was just that it was executed well. Uh, but uh, Bills and the Bucks. I mean, good lord! I think the Bills, after that loss to the Patriots, I think they're going to come back gangbusters. I mean, but the, the flip side of that coin is, uh, are they, you know, hitting the skids? I, I don't know. Uh, Tampa. Uh, God, this one's tough. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tampa Brady. I'm gonna take Tampa Brady. Tampa taking Tampa Brady, Brady. <laughs> taking Tampa Brady, uh, simply because I, I think you know they they are uh, not a well-oiled machine, but they are they are trending in the positive direction. And as much as I hate Tom Brady, uh, I'm gonna take them because I think the Bills are uh, in a little bit of a slump here. Bad news, boys and girls. First two picks. Conductor Dave and I are on the same team. Tampa Bay minus three and a half. I, th- I think that, uh, what? you know, I've been thinking Buffalo was going to wake up and start playing football, and they haven't. And after a month of crap, you can't keep thinking they're going to wake up. And Tampa Bay is no, looking right. like they're starting to get into playoff mode, and Buffalo's still trying to figure things out. Here's my thing. If, if Tampa Bay... If, I mean, if, if Buffalo can't figure out that New England was going to run the football last week and still couldn't stop them, I mean, right? Mac Jones threw three passes. So three, three, one, two, three. If you know that they're going to run the ball and you still can't stop it, I mean, that's a problem. Josh Allen has not looked yeah. right, um, and you got to throw the Saints game out because the Saints had like their third string team in. I mean, you can't count yeah. that. So 
I'm with you, Tampa Bay. So we're going to move it on. And now we're getting to, we've got all your favorite teams, like ducks in a row here. Yay. The, the Dallas Cowboys uh, uh. are traveling to Landover, Maryland to play the Washington football team. Dak Prescott and the boys, uh, are they back on track after beating the Saints? I don't know. They're giving four to the football team. Well, two seasons ago, this would have been the Cowboys and Indians game. It'd be part two. The Cowboys <laughs> played the Chiefs in that fifty-two car pickup, baby. Football team. <laughs> um, so, wow, that's that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, look, uh, Dallas. They, I don't, you know, I can't say they suck, but I mean, like, I, they, I don't understand this team, man. I, th- I, th- I think uh, your boy Jerry comes down in halftime and just replaces playbooks sometimes. He's like, hey, you're gonna, you're gonna use this here playbook because I paid a million dollars for it, bought it from uh, old, old, old Bill Belichick here. We're giving twenty um, million to Zeke. You're gonna run Zeke. Gosh darn it. <laughs> um, uh, and Washington's looked pretty good. I mean, you know, I've been kind of bagging on on Heineke all year, but he's been, you know, quietly. So he's a not good hot year. garbage, is what you're saying. I yes, I, I am. I, I, did I call him hot garbage? I don't want to call. Maybe I did. Called, I called, called so many people hot garbage. <laughs> I forget. I lose track. Um, so I'm going to take the Washington Football Club or team, whichever it is. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm going to take uh, Washington because uh, I, I think. They're more like functional rather than dysfunctional. Okay, so there we go. So Taylor Heineke is kind of cold garbage. Yeah, something like that. You know, I mean, but, but that's Dak? the thing. It's like, well, he's good, and so's Zeke. I mean, they, they've got so many great players on their suck ass team. The Cowboys do. I mean, how do you have so Lamb. many great players and still suck? Yes. CD Lamb's been like crushing it for me all season long in my fantasy leagues, but but they can't ever. I don't you know I don't know how anybody bets on on the Cowboys. It's just craziness. I'm doing so, it. So yeah, well you're you're crazy. Okay, well I'm I'm taking the Cowboys. I think it's it's time now for the cream to rise to the top. I don't think the football team is. I, I don't think they have it in them to do it two years in a row, right? I mean they were like one in seven last year and came out of the bowels of hell and started winning and ended up in the playoffs but that was right. back when it was the nfc least it's just now yes. the nfc stink i think now but um <laughs> the, the, <laughs> what am i saying the the NFC, stink. oh god no, nfc man. south is stinky so but anyway i'm taking dallas long story All short right. uh I, I think that, yeah maybe i am but i think the football team is ready to start playing and lots of i, I think te- good teams when they start getting doubted that's when they start playing better. So who knows? That is that. Yeah, I think you're, you're you're correct, but we'll we'll see what happens. I like blue better than maroon anyway. So um, what? Shut up. Baltimore is the next one. Lamar Jackson. Uh, we don't know what the heck he is. I mean, sometimes he looks yeah. like the MVP. Sometimes he looks like I don't know what the hell that is. Um, but they're going <laughs> to play the Cleveland Brownies on the road, getting two and a half at Cleveland. Um, what say you about? Our, our great quarterbacks in this game. I mean, Baker is 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 doing great. Oh my God! Look, I, I, honestly, B- Baker doing these commercials with Bernie Kosar. He shouldn't even be in the same. Shouldn't be in the same building, much less the same commercial. I mean, come on. Uh, I you know it's like. <laughs> I really wanted the Browns to do well this year, and it looked like uh, they were going to do that. Uh, but uh, the Ravens have consistently proven that they, they can win a game if they don't 
screw up. Like, like I, I, they've made like like the two. The last time they played them, they did the screw up. They gave four well, interceptions the last time they played and still won. Right, and and but and then just last week, you know, uh, going for a two point conversion, you lost the game. It's kind of like that old. What was that old coach back in uh, the early eighties? Back when we, when college games could still have ties, he went for the tie in a bowl game, and oh, every Pat year they would send the coach tie. Yeah, Pat tie yeah. at Auburn. Pat uh-huh. tie. Yeah. So that's how yeah, you get the nickname, I, I, Pat tie. I think that that's going to. I, I think uh, I'm, you think I'm take Ravens. For the tie? That well, who knows? If they they, tied, they then for Baltimore the win. Would win. Yeah. I, I, stop using big words. You're confusing me, Jim. Tie. The Ravens Three are going to win. That's what. Yeah, it's too big. It's spelled weird. T-Y-E, right? Tie. Uh, that'd be tie-die. Ah, crap. All right, I'm taking the Ravens. R-E-V-E-E-N-S. Ravines. That's why he's on radio, boys and girls. He <laughs> can't spell, and you don't have to spell when you're on radio. Um, I'm exactly. with you again. Oh, my goodness. We're in trouble. <laughs> uh, Dallas, I mean, Dallas. Baltimore has beaten the holy heck out of Cleveland lately. Um, in fact, not lately, just really since they swapped spots. Remember that Baltimore used to be the Browns, and then uh, yeah, Odell yeah. said, "Oh, y'all, Cleveland, you can have, you yeah. can have the, you yeah. can be the Browns." I, I'm going to load up my U-Hauls in the dead of night and slink out of town. And, and no, that was Baltimore. That was the Colts. That was Jim Mercer. Oh, oh right. But same, same difference. Smell. Same difference. Yeah, they, right. They, they don't want. They didn't want anything to do with the Browns, and here we know why. Because here we are, thirty years later, and they still stink. Um, I'm taking Baltimore. I don't think. I think Baker Mayfield is terrible. I'm going to be. Nice. I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to say washed up. I mean, I, I'm going to be I'm washed up. He's like 27 years old. Maybe because he, he, and he yeah, lives in he, a 70,000 uh, seat house. Yeah, but uh, he, he never gets it done, you know? He knows it's how to like, make nachos. He, yeah, well, he, he also knows how to have his wife protect him I when, when the mean people set, are being... Yeah. I set you up for that one. I knew that you was did, coming. You did. You All did. Right. We're both on Baltimore. Moving on. There. Game number five <laughs> and the 10 will get you 974 segment. Um, the Los Angeles Rams and Matthew Stafford are traveling on Ooh. a Monday night. And uh, actually, dun, 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 we had a really Monday night game this week. We think uh, Rams at Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are ten and two. Kyler Murray is not hot garbage. Matthew nope. Stafford is great one week and hot garbage the next. So who knows? But uh, the Rams are getting two and a half. All right. So here's the deal. Um, I, when we were talking about uh, just you know. Uh, Towards the end of the season of, of, of football players getting high, we were talking about you know Josh Allen and all them. Um, I don't understand what's wrong with Stafford, man. I mean, it's just like like he he. I, I don't know if it's the old Lions in him where it just he comes the towards the end lion. of the season. <laughs> yeah, like like he the just old, it's the old lion. It sounds like a book. <laughs> He's so, got a thorn in his paw. He does, and then the little wabbit gets it out or whatever. So uh, Stafford, I don't understand why he just has not. It seems like he's just hitting that that end of the season sort of skid where it's just like he can't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm used to losing this time of year, buddy. Right, exactly. He's he's already one foot out the door. He's already got his locker. Yeah, they're they're usually almost done by now. Yeah. Wait a minute. What are Um, you talking about? Playoffs? Playoffs? Playoffs. We we play past Uh, week seventeen. No, right, exactly. Uh, so, 
until Stafford gets right, and I don't know if this game is going to help him get right because uh, the, the Cardinals are looking great and that bright red uniform is going to be popping. So I'm picking a bright red of the Red Sea go cards. I knew I, I knew I could get you with putting a pretty uniform in there. I, I always mean, I got to say the Cardinals uniform. I will say about uniforms, something about those Rams uniforms, and I mean I know it's because I'm old. The and blue and yellow. Play, we had to play them twice yeah. a year. It, it just it just really disturbs me. That horn head thing, that bothers me. I hate that helmet. What? It, yeah, but horn, when it's that when it's that blue and yellow from back in the you know that's the what NFC, I'm talking uh, about. It like yeah. gives me nightmares. Back when they used to kick the crap out of us every day, every, twice a year. Yeah, yeah, but it's all right. I mean, like you know, Vince whatever. Ferragamo is going to come out of the woodwork somewhere. <laughs> Eric Dickerson's going to rush for 200 yards oh, again. Oh, God, Eric Dickerson. And, and that barefooted those, bastard. Those thick glasses, those those hard plastic glasses. Yeah, what's those his name? Down. Mike Lansford, that barefooted SOB uh, that, <laughs> that knocked us out of the playoffs. The first time oh, we were ever going to go to the playoffs. But I digress. I don't remember with that. that I'm, yeah. With that, I'm taking the Rams. Um, I think the Rams are um, – it's put up or shut up time. So they're either going to put up or they're going to be done and – playing for a wild card again and they're still my super well, bowl pick well i mean with all the the, the the talent they brought on even at the trade deadline i mean you know it's i know it's like, hard to believe uh, they've been playing so bad right it's it's i don't know it's a head scratcher maybe, maybe they'll maybe they'll pick it up this all week right, until well, they pick it up I, I, I don't trust them so that, that's like what red. it boils down to i don't trust them right now yeah. and you like red so i get it uh color murray looks good in red um let's move on it's very slimming our lanyard pick is always the new orleans saints uh they have been really really i mean i'm looking at your ledger here awesome awesome right awesome. you have you have missed against the spread five weeks in a row against with the saints <laughs> Um, including the one week you picked against them, they actually covered. Um, I swear. So, so whatever you do That's... with the Saints, uh, the betting public probably needs to do the opposite. So I hope. That was the start of my downfall. I picked against yeah. my team, and look what happens. Saints are on the road on a five-game lo- How bad are the Jets? The Saints are on the road they're, they're... on a five-game losing streak, and they're given five and a half to the Jets. Yeah, that, that, that says something. That's how awful the Jets are. So uh, if we got Kamara back... Uh, Look, Taysom, even with the mallet finger, I like him better than Simeon. So, uh, you know, we've got Kamara back. <laughs> now, the down, the downside, though, is uh, losing Cam Jordan, though. Man, this will be the first game he's ever missed as a freaking pro, man. It's not that 100% sucks. yet, is it? Well, no, he's got to have two back-to-back COVID tests that test negative within a 24-hour period. Why don't you go so, test for him? I will. I will. Do I need to pee in a cup somewhere, too, or whatever? Whatever uh, the Saints need from me, need I got to stick him. a stick up your nose. <laughs> well, swabs are the worst. Uh, look, uh, look, Taysom, uh, even with a bum finger, uh, you know, he, he's still electric. Uh, missing uh, in, uh, Ingram, though, too. I, I don't know. And look, Deontay Harris is stupid ass. Now he's out yeah. for three freaking weeks. Like, yeah. like, like, we don't have enough problems with this Saints roster. Man, I yeah, swear to bad. God. And, and, and look, if we lose to the Jets, that's it. I'm done. I'm just, you know, I'm you're just done. Gonna, I'm just, I'm going to mail in my picks, man. You're done if we lose to the Jets. Yeah. And I, see, I don't even want to say that because I don't want to be done. I'd rather <laughs> I, it just I, watch us lose. But I'm picking the Saints. But watch us lose to the suck ass Jets. All right. Well, uh, been, I don't, look, I'm still. I don't want to play anymore, Jim. I know. Take your ball and go home. Look, I've still been pretty good when it comes to the Saints. I did not get get it right last week, but I really thought Kamara was going to play last week. So that was 
kind of what I was hinging on. We picked it early. It was, it was the Saints were playing on Thursday. I think we did our I think we did our picks on might have even done them on Tuesday. I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, I, so. I, um, I thought Kamara was going to play. He didn't. Um, that's kind of what I was basing it on. And I love all the hate mail that I get uh, and all the hate texts that I got. Of course, they didn't text me till like the fourth quarter. Taysom was yeah, fine right. until then. And then he throws two picks and when he's trying to push things with his mallet finger. And it is what it is. I think the Saints going to win no. this week. I mean, I, I well, like I, the Saints. I'm going to give the five and a half. I think that... Um, I think the Saints, uh, I, I didn't like them when I didn't know if Kamara was going to play, but now it looks like Kamara, not only is Kamara going to play, but Teron Armstead looks like he's he's getting in there. Um, if we get some, if we get some, you know, O-line help back, because, I mean, dear God, it's just like, you know, uh, man, it's been rough. This has been an awful season. It has been pretty bad. But uh, you know what? There's still hope. I mean, they go six and seven this week. Who knows? I mean, no, so the I, Vikings you know, go to six and seven last week. They're in the eighth spot now. If the Saints win this week, look, I don't think they're going to beat Tampa Bay, but they could win out after that. And who knows if they can get to nine and eight? I don't think that's going to happen. It could. If they got to nine and eight, who knows? Well, right? it'll be interesting when we get towards the end of the season because there will be some teams who are literally fighting for their jobs for next season. You know, there's no team, especially the teams that have no skin left in the game, no no postseason promise, they're going to play really hard. You've seen that so many times. That, that will be the the spoilers of things. So that if, if the NFC sort of steps it up for us and helps us out in the right ways, I mean, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. possible. They. Maybe we'll get a late Christmas gift. I'm not counting on it, but who knows? I mean, you know, it's maybe, maybe, you know, what'd be funny is if they're out of the playoffs and in week 18, everybody's healthy. No, that's exactly what would freaking happen. That's exactly what would freaking happen. Then we smoke Atlanta and win just enough. <laughs> hey guys, games. we're here. Yeah. Just, we're just ready. enough to like drop four spots in the draft order. Uh, oh God! Right, yeah, that, that would be super awesome, man. Right, you know? so uh, I've never been a fan of that. You know, you know, like the suck for luck sweet stakes. I, I agree. I, that's, I think that's, they ought to have a lottery. If you're not in the playoffs, it should be one big lottery. And I'm not. Don't weight balls or anything like that. I don't like weighted balls. I like my <laughs> balls non-weighted. Um, <laughs> throw them in a big pod and pick out of there. And see what happens, you know. <laughs> Pick a random ball. Pick a ball. Any ball. Any ball. Uh, Any ball. If you don't, if you don't make the playoffs, you don't get rewarded for losing. I hate that you rewarded for losing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm tired of the Jets picking in the top three every year. I mean, they they don't know how to pick anyway. Like the Browns. What the hell? You know, they they finally got Baker Mayfield. Exactly. Make it interesting. I mean, it also gives you a decision. You go into last week. We either win. And go in the playoffs and get our asses kicked in Green Bay, or we lose and we go into the lottery with the non-weighted balls and we got a chance to pick first. Doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah, who knows? Somebody will find a way to screw it up. Yeah, they don't. They don't ever like ideas. All right, tell us about the week in Geek D Squared. All right. Every Sunday night at 7 p.m. on News Talk 99.5 WRNO. Uh, this week, I got Warren Davis. If that doesn't sound familiar, he is creator of the beloved game Cubert, Jim Derry. Cubert, all right. Remember Q-Bert? Yes, indeed. Yes. 
this guy was cool as hell. So I got got to interview him. And uh, so then, you know, we did our Gifts for Geeks last week. So you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Twig Radio, T-W-I-G Radio. On Instagram, The Weekend Geek. Facebook.com forward slash The Weekend Geek. And, uh, yeah, you can check out all our podcasts, uh, whatever podcasts are freely given away, because I would not feel right charging for this show. Uh, but definitely the iHeartRadio app and uh, smash that subscribe button, as my eight-year-old would say. Uh, yeah, mine says the same thing. She's got her own <laughs> little. She's got her own little YouTube channel. It's pretty sad. Oh, really? Smash yeah, the like subscribe I, I, button, guys. <laughs> it cracks I'm, me up. I, it's cute when the kids do it, but then when you see these grown ass men going, "Oh, please. flip a dip doodle," make sure you smash that. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna smash you, jackass. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. D squared. <laughs> we'll see you next week. The uh, the week before Christmas. I taste some train. I'm all right. It. I just realized I never played. Come on, ride the train, choo choo riding train this week. I mean, I guess I could go back and put it in, but. <sighs> Tell you it's a messed up week. Anyway, those are conductor Dave's picks. Like I said, I think he's gonna do way better without knowing what they were. Going back to that old color scheme philosophy, baby. That'll get it. Speaking of weird schemes, how about Uncle Big Nick? Ugh. He, he had like two or three really, really good weeks. He started off the show like terrible. Okay. And then he had like three good weeks and like really good weeks. Like I thought he was going to catch me good weeks. And they kind of fell off again. And then last week we both stunk. So. Who knows? Let's find out what he's going to do this week. I got a feeling we're both, and I'm not just saying this. I really like my picks this week, and I'm not one of these guys that says, oh, when you like your picks, you're going to lose. No, I like my picks. We're going to win, by God. And we're going to start it here with Uncle Big Nick. You've gone from me not being able to afford my daughter's Barbie Playhouse to me having to find Uncle Louie and hope to avoid Guido in the street. That's where I'm at with you now. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I I have no defense for myself for last week. It was, everything was bad. I mean, I can't say anything either because we were both one and four and we both stung with the joint and the, the last three listeners we have left, if we don't get picks right this week, they're going to jump ship. They're going to start following. And my like, mom's even talking about leaving. I mean, geez. She well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, but she knows you were wrong, and she doesn't know the difference between a 49er and a Brown. Right, exactly. All right, well, look, we're going to change. The reason is the only, the only pick I got hit last week was my NFL pick. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of says something. The only pick I got last week was a lanyard pick on a college pick. So it was, it was like completely <laughs> screwed up. So we're going to go back to the basics here. We are going to ditch all the goofy stuff, and we're going to just pit, make our best five picks, which is probably what we should have done from the beginning. We're starting that now. No more lanyard, underdog, parlay. You can take whatever you want, your five best, best picks of the week, and we're going to go back to doing the one star first. We're going to get it the way it's supposed to be, and we're gonna always going to be right with the world. So let's just jump into it. Um, your crutch is gone. There's not a lot of college. You'll be able to pick some bowl games after this week. But um, 
We're going to start off with your one star, and uh, you got an all NFL slate. You can go ahead and tell us whatever it is. I'm taking the Jets plus the points. Just pure principle. No, one star, not your five star. That is my one star. Oh, did I do it backwards again? Yeah, you did it backwards again. Oh, I'm so I'm getting so good at this backwards stuff. I mean, you know what? <laughs> to, to show the listeners and to be transparent, I have been I have messed up Nick's picks probably four weeks in a row, and I'm going back and edit it. You know what? I'm not going to edit it. I'm going to let them know how big of a screw up I've been. I've been so bad with my picks. <laughs> I'm going to leave this in there so they know your one star is the Jets plus five and a half over the Saints. You just want to pick against the Saints. Maybe that'll kickstart you. The two times I bet the, oh, I'm not gonna say what I bet, but I bet on the Saints. They sh- got me really good last week with Dallas and Philly. Now, so that's a reason to pick against them. I'd, I'd rather pick against them than pick for them. Put, right now, put it that way. The Jets. The only thing the Jets don't do horrible is stopping the run. So I just think they'll be able to keep this game close in the, in New York. If it was at the dome, it might be different. But uh, the Jets are terrible. Uh, I don't know. It just that's All why right, it's well, my one star. Well, here you go. Your one star is you picking against the Saints. My one star is picking for your team, the San Francisco 49ers. I got them one and a half over uh, Cincinnati. Um, I don't understand. You know, Cincinnati's got all kinds of issues going on. They got they got. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow, we don't know how effective he's going to be with his thumb and everything else. So I'm not 100% sure what's going on with that that pick. But And that, that line has changed a what's lot. Weird. Go ahead. What's weird about the Burrow thing is that you don't hear nothing about it. No, you don't. Nobody's saying anything. And normally people are updating. I mean, I haven't heard about Taysom's mallet thumb 35 thumb. times. What the hell is a mallet well, COVID thumb, thumb? What does he have? COVID? Mallet Mallet finger, which is your middle finger. I guess we, we're being so politically correct now, we can't even say middle finger. Because that's what it is, it's a middle finger. I'm going to give you the mallet finger, buddy. If you get this <laughs> pick wrong, you're getting the mallet finger. Anyway, back to my pick. San Francisco minus a point and a half. This was San Francisco plus one earlier. So, obviously, I think some of the, the sharks are concurring with me. So, I took this when it was plus one. Now it's one and a half. I'm still taking the Niners. I think the Niners, look, I know they lost last week. Had they not lost last week, I think the Niners would be like probably a three-point favorite in this game. Um, and I know oh, they definitely. Gotta, I know they got to cross country and all that stuff, but um, I don't like where the Bengals are going. I think the Niners, obviously both teams have to win at this point because they're getting to the point where they're right on the cusp of the playoffs. I just like San Francisco. I think they're a better football team. And uh, they've been playing the pass. You were really worried about their secondary, but they've been playing the pass a lot better lately. Well, they missing they, they two best defensive backs are hurt now. So, oh. but with Burrow's finger, well, that'll lead into one of your picks coming up uh, yeah. in just a few minutes. We're going to get to that. Give us your two star pick. Two star, I have Atlanta. I'm just taking all the great teams in the NFL this this week. I see you that. Know? Yeah, I don't know divisional game on the road. Carolina just I don't know. They're in disarray right now. I think they just fired Joe Brady, which. Nobody knows why. Yeah, because it was I, I Joe know. Brady's fault that, that Sam Darnold and can't Scammy Cammy. No, yeah. I mean, it, he made Sam Darnold look great for the first four weeks. Who else could do that? Yeah, I mean, Sam Darnold turned into Sam Darnold. Yeah, right. 
Well, uh, we're going to have a crossfire coming up in a little bit. So that your two stars, Atlanta plus two and a half over Carolina. I'll give you my reason for the other way in just a minute. My two star, it seems way too easy. That's why I'm, I had it up higher and I moved it down. Tampa Bay minus three and a half over Buffalo. Look, we don't know what Buffalo is right now. I mean, we, we just don't. Um, they they can't run the football. They're really their strengths their strengths are supposed to be Josh Allen and their defense. Josh Allen has been, I mean, average at best is the only way I can put them. Their defense has been pretty good, but when you get when you know a team like New England is going to run the football on Monday night, I mean, you're you're one hundred percent certain they're going to run the football. They only threw three passes. I mean, I would have put the over under on passes to probably eight, but he threw three. So you know they're running the football. They don't have the greatest running backs on the planet by any stretch, and they still gash you for 250-some-odd yards. So uh, something's wrong with Buffalo, and I can't, I can't think that they're that great anymore. Uh, meanwhile, Tampa Bay looks like they're getting primed for the playoffs. I think this seems easy. Tampa Bay's been great at home, and uh, I'm going with Tampa Brady and the Bucks. I can't bet against Brady at home. I love this pick, but uh, the the thing with the Bills last week is that Tre'Davious White's out. That was their best quarterback. Yeah, that's true too. And we don't yeah. even know how that's going to affect them because the Patriots didn't throw the ball. That's you true. Think Brady Brady's going to throw it more than three times, probably in the first drop. I mean, well, and he wasn't able to stuff the middle, which is what Tre'Davious White also does well. Right, he's able, he's able to come in yeah. there and get in there and, and plug up things on and during the running. Did you so see? They got did you see the stuff stuff going around with Belichick? Like before the game, he was wearing a navy mask. Everybody saying he was no, giving didn't. out his hand before the game, wearing the navy mask and running the navy offense. <laughs> no, but that's pretty funny. He doesn't care. He'll tell you what he's going to do. Yeah, it's he's like a serial killer. I mean, it just. Yeah, I mean, he gives you tips, you know. I'm going to run off tackle to the left, and I dare you to stop it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you didn't stop it. 30 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, actually. Your three-star pick, um, I don't have it on my board. I almost did. Um, we almost had another crossfire. I didn't take it, but you like Washington plus four and a half over Dallas. Um, you're all in on Taylor Heineke. No, I'm, I'm not all in on Taylor Heineke. I'm just not trusting his offense for Dallas. I don't know if something's wrong with Dak. The weather's gonna be bad. They got they got winds up to thirty to forty miles an hour there, so the throw in ain't gonna be good. Zeke ain't the same. Pilot's got a hurt foot. I mean, I just I, I'm trusting Washington. I really like the under this game too. I'm I just think, trusting Washington to keep it close. I think people are putting way too much stock in what they've seen out of Dak the past few weeks. You got to remember, he went two weeks without his top receivers. Ceedee Lamb had COVID. Amari Cooper was. Oh, no, C.D. Lamb was injured and the other one had COVID, right? Kamari. Yeah, the concussion. Or yeah, so anyway, whatever. It was without those two guys, and then they come back against the Saints. People underestimate how good the Saints defense. They still scored 27 points. I don't think anything's wrong with Dak. I don't think anything's wrong with Dallas, really. I just think they were playing over their heads earlier. Speaking of playing over their heads, I think that's what Washington's been doing. I think it's time to come back down to earth when they see the stars on those helmets. We'll see. I don't have it in my pick, so I'm not I mean, necessarily rooting against you. But I mean, somebody my, taught me a gone. golden rule of taking, you know. Yeah, that's out the this, this is game. this year. Uh, you know, you know what? You know why that that is out of the window this year? Because home field advantage has become so unimportant. I mean, it really has. I mean, that's a whole another show. But we could. The only, we could, the only way home field advantage is 
worthy is the weather. It's a weather advantage. Weather and in certain certain sites, I think the Superdome still matters. I think it matters to somewhat in Seattle. I think it matters somewhat in Kansas City. It matters somewhat in Buffalo. You go down, to, but you could take a point or a point and a half off of all these home field advantages now because they just don't matter nearly as much as they used to. But that's a whole nother story. My three-star pick this week, um, the Denver Broncos minus eight over Detroit. Detroit got their win last week. Hooray! Now they're probably going to, I mean, I, obviously you don't try to lose and you can't go into a game saying we don't care whether we win or lose, but they got their win. And I expect them to go back down to where they belong. Meanwhile, Detroit, I mean, Denver has been excellent against really bad teams. And that's the same reason why I'm picking Atlanta. Atlanta's been good against bad teams and loses against good They already teams. lost to Carolina once. I know. So did the Saints. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not saying the Saints are very good either. <laughs> yeah, You're walking exactly. up the wrong tree with that one. <laughs> no, but this Detroit team, I think the whole team has the flu now. They talked about, like, a lot of the teams sick. Jared Goff hasn't been practicing. So yeah. we don't even know what you're going to get with Detroit. In, it's in Denver, too, right? They, yeah, they got the wind flu is what oh, they got. They don't yeah, care. exactly. The wind right. I, I, have, I actually have a big teaser, and I, I meant to put the teaser on, on my list here, but I got a big teaser. I got Denver um, minus two and the Ravens uh, plus uh, eight and a half against Cleveland. So speaking of that, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Your four-star pick this week, we talked about San Fran and Cincinnati. You're not necessarily wanting to go with the line. You're just thinking they're going to score a lot of points. You got the over 48 and a half. Burrow being messed up kind of shies me away from that a little bit. But Well, San Francisco is not very good against the run. And Joe Mixon will be able to run. And like I said earlier, San Francisco is missing their two best defensive backs. I think you told me a couple of weeks ago San Francisco is bad against the pass. So they get bad against the pass and the run? Well, yeah. I mean, look at the points they've been putting up. I mean, the opponents have been putting up a lot of points. Cincinnati, the last five games, has scored an average of 28. San Francisco has scored 27 in the last five games. So, right. you know what? You know what's funny I read about this, too, San Francisco team? Teams that play Frisco the next week, they're 2-10. and 10. Oh, wow. I don't I know, know that. I don't know why. So, pick against but, Seattle. Right. Right. I'm not. <laughs> I'm no, not picking against Seattle. No, I didn't. And I'm not going. It's just a weird stat that I read when I was looking up notes on this game. Although I did pick, I think I picked. Uh, I don't think I picked Seattle with the spread. I have to go back and look at my picks. All right, four star pick. We talked. I I've touched on it with my teaser. Baltimore plus two and a half over Cleveland. Baltimore has been very good against Cleveland in their season series as of late. I don't get this spread at all. I don't get the love for Cleveland. I just don't. I mean, the Sharks have this love for Cleveland. There's a few teams. Philadelphia is another one they got love for. I don't understand the Sharks' love of Cleveland. They're not any good. Baker Mayfield is terrible. I know they can run the football, but Baltimore's pretty good at stopping the run. And Cleveland's okay at stopping the run, but they can't stop running quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson has seemed to do whatever he wants to do against them. And I know that Baltimore has issues of their own. They, they've got banged-up players, too. But... I don't get Cleveland at all. I don't think they're – every now and then they'll they'll show up and have this great game and people think they're great again. They're not very good. And I like Cleveland in this spot. I mean, Harbaugh didn't even trust, you know, his defensive backs to stop Pittsburgh. No, that, that's not trusting. 
That's not, that wasn't a trust thing. That was an ego thing. He said, you I'm going to go win. Yeah, 100%. He's going to, I'm going to go win. It has nothing to do. People talking about he's, he thinks his defense is banged. He doesn't think his defense banged up. He's just like his brother. It's an ego thing. I'm better than you. I'm just going to end this game now because I know we're going to get it and win. He's an idiot. Okay. The reason why we get that. Another reason I like Cleveland in this game is they played Baltimore. They lost. They got a buy. And they play Baltimore again. So that's this is all they've been preparing for for two weeks is playing Baltimore again. Well, so if, that, I if like I thought they, if I thought they were a good team and had a really good coach, I'd say, yeah, you're right. That makes a difference. They got two weeks to pray. I don't think it matters for them. They can't. They have not been able to beat Baltimore at all. They have had major issues with Baltimore. In fact, if you look, hold on. I know we're we're not necessarily on live radio because we're recording this, but I don't care. People can wait because I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> I wrote this in my column. This week about Baltimore. Oh, it's terrible against Baltimore. I'm not disagreeing with you there. Here it is right here. Let's see. We've already documented. Let's see. Baltimore has won four in a row, okay, straight up, and 10 out of the past 12. And Cleveland has not defeated Baltimore in December since 2002 when they played 10 times in December. So that says a lot to me. And, I mean, you know how I am with streaks. I like, I like when people – bet against streaks. I don't, why is it going to change here? I don't know. I don't get it. It's one of my favorite plays of the week. Obviously, it's in my four-star hole. We'll see how that works out. Straight to the five-star. Your favorite peak, pick of the week. I accidentally gave the sleeper a spoiler alert earlier when I screwed up with your one-star pick. But your five-star pick is Denver, Detroit, under 42 and a half. You just don't think the Lions going to score. You don't care what Denver scores, right? No, no. I don't think the Lions are going to score much at all. I mean, the Lions on the road, five straight unders on the road. So, the, the, I mean, what you think in this game, 20 to 10, I'm thinking? Yeah, I think that's a like good that, score. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean. 23 to, 23 to 8, 23 to 9. I can't see Detroit. Score. Detroit, they're going to be biting kneecaps like Dan Campbell wants in Denver. You know what I mean? It's just, I just yeah, think I this is going to be a really low score. All right. I don't, I don't, I, I kind of like it. Um, I don't know if I'll play it, but I kind of like it. Uh, my five-star pick is, again, crossfire with what you had, just the opposite. Carolina minus two and a half over Atlanta. I'm going to tell you why. I don't need to look at my picks, what I wrote for that. Atlanta's offensive line is absolutely god-awful atrocious. Okay? Atlanta can't run the football except with Cordell Patterson here and there. And Matt Ryan's like a statue. He's not quite Ben Roethlisberger's statue, but he's pretty much a statue. Carolina is fourth best in the league in sacks. They're going to be all over Matt Ryan, and I don't think I don't think the Falcons are going to score all that much. And I, agree, I, I look, it's all people remember is the last game and how bad Cam Newton was in his last game. He's had a week Cam off. Is starting? Or whoever it is, I don't care who it is, but I think it is Cam. Yeah, I don't care who it is though. I don't care. Who, I don't care if you play quarterback back there. They're going to score enough points. Talk about a statue. I mean, yeah, you, you, would, you would be more than a statue. You'd be kind of like the, the, the head of the buffet table. They, they put that thing there, that, the, the cord of peace. You'd be sitting there. Oh, with the hands. Iron Buddha. Yeah, the Iron it's, Buddha. There you go. Hands raised. Hands raised. I just don't. I look, I, I think this is super easy. I don't under, I mean, you know, I know there are a lot of sharks that I went and looked and I don't like to listen to any Sharks picks or go look at anything until I make my own. And because I don't want it to, uh, to change my thinking process and my handicap process. But um, I just don't think that, I think Atlanta's terrible. 
And I mean, I don't think Carolina's great, but I think Carolina, I mean, I think Atlanta is terrible. I think their O-line is just garbage. I think it's gonna be a lower scoring game. I think Carolina wins by 10 points, but we'll see. We, you can brag if you're right uh, next week. Well, and I will. I mean, I have to wait till next week. I'll probably brag at three. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll send me some stupid-ass <laughs> meme or something like that, <laughs> like you did with Belichick earlier this week. I've gotten way better at ignoring things instead of trying to come back. And I'm like, you know, if I'm wrong, I'll just pretend like I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'll just ignore it. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. I just can't do that. What's your line on the Ponchatoula uh, Zachary game this weekend? My line? We have yet to get I like the off. You I like, like the, the over. over it is. Me too. <laughs> I like the over too. Although we're we're not supposed to talk about betting in high school. Like no, no one they, ever. They don't that. do that. That's taboo. Nobody. We can bet on college kids, but we can't bet on high school kids. By God. All right. I didn't say that here on the Datitude podcast. Uncle Big Nick, we're gonna go through them. I guarantee you, we're both gonna do better than we've done the last two weeks. Now that we have the kinks out of it, we we got rid of all this teaser underdog lanyard crap. We're just picking our five best picks. We're going to get them. I didn't even mention what What's our up? records are. By the way, I'm still winning the contest. I'm up on you by eight points, 60 points to 52. Yeah. And somebody's going to do really good this week and somebody's going to do really bad because we got a lot that we're on opposite sides of. So, Yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. Uncle Big Nick, thanks for joining the Datitude Podcast once again. And um, we can't wait to have you next week so we can call you Buddha. There you go. <laughs> Later. Take those picks to the bank, baby. To the bank. Now, what the bank does with them after you take them there, I don't know. That's on you. We all do this for fun, right? We're going to have to wrap up episode number 33. It is Friday. and it's fr- In fact, I look at the clock. It's Friday afternoon. I'm posting this way too late. I've talked way too much. But you know me, I'm a big windbag, right? I'm just so happy that I can talk again without that nasally, nasty funk. I'm just so excited. I mean, you can hear that. I recorded that with Nick yesterday. And so you can hear the improvement from yesterday to today. It's been a long week, boys and girls. There's nothing worse than the funk. Oh, boy. All right. Episode 33 is a wrap. Uh, Before we go off the air, obviously, I want to give a shout out to Caesar's Sportsbook, official sponsor at bet.nola.com, and here at The Advocate, we thank them for all they're doing with us. We look forward to a long partnership with Caesar Sportsbook. Don't forget about the three big shows on bet.nola.com on Mondays, Odds and Ends, Tuesdays, Fantasy Roundup, and then Thursdays, yesterday we had a fun one with um, At The Book, cashing in with Carville, and then Zach Ewing and Devin Jackson got to poke fun at me for how bad my big bucks picks have been. I don't know what the deal is. I've been... Pretty good in my NFL picks column. I guess I'm just not picking the right ones. And then here on the show, maybe it's the funk that got me. Anyway, public service announcement before we go off the air. And I've said this a few weeks. This will be the last time you hear me at least push this. We'll probably talk about it on Monday's Datitude when, um, when the vote is in. But if you live in St. Tammany Parish or you have friends who live in St. Tammany Parish or your mama or your daddy or your uncle or whoever who can register to vote lives in St. Tammany Parish, get them to go vote for this Camellia Bay Casino in Slidell. It is needed. 
it is something that's going to be great for this community. And not just in St. Tammany Parish, but throughout the metro area. No longer will you have to drive to Mississippi if you live anywhere up here or drive down across the causeway or across the twin spans or whatever it is to go to a casino and, and bet or have fun or bring your family somewhere where they can have a wave, not a wave pool, a lazy river and some water slides and fun things to do, activities, an outdoor amphitheater, great places to eat. It'll all be right there in one place. Camellia Bay Casino. But it takes the people of St. Tammany to vote yes for it. And we know the, the fervor of the no people. They're going to be out in droves. In fact, most of them have already voted, you know, the early voters. They can't wait to go vote no. Why is that? Why, where's all that money coming from? You want to know where most of it's coming from? Doug and I kind of talked about it a little bit. It's coming from, a lot of it's coming from Mississippi casinos. Of course they don't want you to have a casino in Slidell. They want to keep their money in Mississippi. Well, why don't we keep our money here in Louisiana? It will help create a lot of jobs and do a lot of nice things for families around St. Tammany Parish and the surrounding areas. Vote yes, December 11th, tomorrow. Vote yes for the casino. And again, that's the last time you'll hear me say vote yes. And if Monday, I'll hopefully be thanking you for voting yes. We'll see. I want to thank Doug Mouton for coming on on a Friday morning. My friends, Conductor Dave and Uncle Big Nick. We'll have a big show next week, uh, three big shows next week. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to have Jeff Duncan on Monday to review the Saints-Jets game. Uh, hopefully we will. And then we're not sure who our guests will be. If uh, Maybe we'll have somebody from the prep world on next week. A couple of them were tough to get on. It's tough to get these coaches on when they're getting ready for a state championship, even the ones that I'm close to. They don't really want to talk to me, especially not for 15 minutes. It's a lot easier to do it after, as we saw with Wayne Stein on, uh, on Wednesday. But we'll probably talk some prep football, and we'll start talking about the bowls. We're going to have a big bowl pick em contest here on bet.nola.com. Be on the lookout for that coming up next week. That should be a lot of fun with Zach, Devin Jackson, Spencer Urquhart, and myself. That's all coming up. Look, have yourselves a great weekend. I know it is hot. I'm praying it's not a hot Christmas, okay? But it is daggum hot outside for December. So enjoy whatever you can. Put your T-shirt on, your shorts. Go outside and enjoy it because Lord knows we live in New Orleans. And who knows in a week or two from now, it'll be 30 degrees and you'll be shivering me timbers. But until then, go out and have yourselves a good weekend. Really the last true non-weekend where you got to worry about Christmas because next week everybody will be in the big rush for Christmas and then the weekend after that is Christmas. So have fun at your holidays, parties, or whatever that is. And remember, Uber, put it on your phone. Lyft, put it on your phone. Don't drink and drive. We want you back here to listen, be able to listen to Datitude on Monday. We love y'all. Peace and love, my friends. We'll see you on Monday. It might take a little time, a lonely path, but not help.